Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Holistic Talk, and I'm your podcast host, Sharita Berry. So welcome on this morning. This is a special broad podcast for you, 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 and who, and you out there on this morning. Yes. Remember, this podcast is for educational purposes only, not intended to treat, cure, diagnose, or prevent sicknesses, illnesses, or disease, or mental health issues. If you're thinking about making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine for yourself or your family, please consult with your medical doctor first. And welcome. got a tip for you on this morning before we get this podcast started yes it's called tame the sleepless beast tame the sleepless beast yes 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 this is your tip on today for those that are battling with the insomnia monster and those sleepless nights monsters because you, uh, your body is saying, hey, I want to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep, but you can't go to sleep. You can't go to sleep. Why? Because your mind is rattled with worries and to-dos and so much is going on. But the tip is tame the sleepless beast. So this is what I want you to do. One night this week, this week, focus on your breath while laying in bed. That's right, focus. Inhale deeply and exhale slowly while counting to 10, okay? You wanna inhale deeply and exhale slowly while counting to 10. Do three sets of five deep breaths. That's right. You want to do three sets of five deep breaths. So inhale. Inhale deeply. And exhale slowly while counting to ten. And do three sets of five deep breaths. This is how you can tame the sleepless beast. That's right, the sleepless beast monster that do not want you to go to sleep sleep at night. Why? Because your mind is rattled with so much going on in the world and your personal life and, oh, I got to do this tomorrow, I got to do that tomorrow, or I got to take the kids, I got to do this for months, I got to do this for me, I got to do this for work. And sometimes you got, when your mind is rattled with a lot of things, you can't sleep. Your body can't sleep. Your body can't rest. And your body's like, hey, I want to go to sleep. Please, let's lay down and rest. And so your body can't like regenerate itself, can't fix itself while asleep, can't repair itself. Why? Because you're still up. So tameless, sleepless beast. That's right. Once again. Inhale deeply and exhale slowly while counting to 10. Do three sets of five deep breaths. And you can do that not just this week for one day, but you can do that every night and help you relax. So this is your tip on this morning. Deuces. Driven to Destiny Outreach Center, INC, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization registered with the IRS in good standing. This school year, 2022 and 2023, we're having a school supply drive that started July the 1st to August the 10th, 2022. 
If you would like to donate pencils, pens, ink pens, notebook, backpacks, crayons, rulers, erasers, all kinds of school plot supplies, you can email us at D, the letter D is in doll, the number two is in two, the letter D is in doll, Outreach Center, INC at Outlook.com. That's D2D, Outreach Center, INC at Outlook.com. If you live in the state of Virginia, we are able to pick up, but you got to email us so we can know where to come and pick school supplies up. So this school year, we're trying to help the students in the state of Richmond, Virginia, Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and Baltimore, Maryland. So if you live in one of those states and would like to donate, email us and we can arrange for a drop-off location or pick up. Once again, Driven to Destiny Outreach Center, INC. If you'd like to make a monetary donation to help us purchase school supplies, you can head over to our website by going to www.pisandpaulwiseandyellowdestinyintlmin.webs, W as in water, E as in egg, B as in ball, S as in sam.com, and click on Make a Donation Today. That's www.pydestinyintlmin.webs.webs.com and click on make a donation make a donation today. So remember the 2022-23 school year is almost a, creeping up on us and we want to make sure our kids and our youth in the neighborhood and communities and your state and city and town is prepared i mean well prepared ahead of time before the bell rings until next time thank you for tuning in don't forget to head over to our website hey everybody so welcome 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 I am your host, Sharita Burrell, Holistic Talk, and we got some goodies and nuggets for you today. But first, I want to tackle this. I want to tackle this because I see it. It's a trend, and I see it, but nobody is really talking about it. Nobody's really giving the information about it. Nobody's really telling patients, clients, whatever you want to call them, about this. There are so many people that are getting into natural medicine. Um, there are so many people that are getting into herbs, um, in different modalities, but I want to let you know something. To those that are practitioners, um, I'm quite sure naturopathic um, doctors do tell their clients this, but for those y'all that are getting into it, you know, you need to educate yourself, first of all. Um, this stuff to those people that sell herbs that on whatever how you ever sell them some people sell herbs through social media by word of mouth but you need to educate yourself first of all and the reason why i say educate yourself because you don't want to get and be stuck on stupid i'm just saying i'm just saying you may say well you're not educated well yes i am i have a master's degree a master's of science degree in complementary alternative medicine some people call it CAM, some people call it uh, natural medicine, some people call it alternative medicine, some people call it integrated health, integrated medicine, but it all falls un- underneath the word complementary alternative medicine. So I have a degree. I know what I'm talking about. 
sort of, you know, I'm still educating myself, even though I have a degree, there's still new things I'm still learning day to day. I'm quite sure those that have a degree and naturopathic doctors, which is called ND, learn something every day that they have not learned in school. If they did learn it in school, they still go back and reread their books, reread their notes, reread papers and articles, just like I do. I still go back and read books, still read papers, articles, still do my little research here and there to get a better understanding because I don't want nobody to come back to me and say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. But this is for those that sell herbs, essential oils, and you're dipping daily in the different modalities that are out there, you need to educate yourself. It's very important that you educate yourself. Go to the library, go to the bookstore, link up, hook up, connect with those that are in the holistic community and get underneath their wing as a mentee um, and see what it's all about. So just want to put that out there. But did you know that it's 4 billion people, that's representing 80% of the world's population living in the developing world, rely on herbal medicine, medicinal products as a primary source of healthcare and traditional medicine or medical practice, which involves the use of herbs is viewed as an integrated part of the culture. So there's a lot of people that rely on traditional medicine. That's 80% of the world's population, 80%. So that means 80, uh, let's say 10 out of 10, you have 10 people and you line all 10 people up against the wall and you say, okay, I want to ask a question. And if you answer yes to this question, I want you to move forward. So the question would be who use herbs or herbal supplements or supplements or alternative medicine, alternative modalities as another means of, um, is their primary source of health care. And you have 10 people and all of a sudden eight people say yes. So there's eight people out of 10. That means two people use conventional medicine and the eight people use herbs or herbal products or medicinal products for up their primary source of health care and traditional medical practice. So I want you to educate yourself, okay? Educate yourself. So for those families and those out there that are listening to this podcast, if you're thinking about, that's why I always use the disclaimer. I'm not a licensed doctor. I'm not a nurse practitioner. I'm a holistic practitioner. A holistic practitioner. I use herbs, essential oils, different modalities that I've been trained in to educate and to point you in the right direction. I do not diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent sickness, illnesses, or disease, or any type of mental health issues. And I always give a disclaimer. You can go back to all my previous podcasts and see I either gave a disclaimer at the beginning or at the end or in the middle. But there's always a disclaimer. Why I give disclaimers? And this is for those of y'all that do part. You may be listening to your podcast host. And you dipping down in different 
um, alternative medicine modalities. Now, only give a disclaimer on your podcast, but in your practice itself, give a disclaimer of letter to your clients and let them sign off on it. Because that's what I do when I'm seeing people and I'm giving a holistic um, evaluation or holistic um, consultation. I say, wait a minute, before we talk, here's a here's this this waiver. You have to sign it and it tells you that you're doing this at your own risk. I'm not a licensed doctor, nurse practitioner, da, 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 da. So they'll know, you know, they're doing this at their own, you know, and I always tell people, seek the attention seek advice from your doctor or your nurse practitioner and so this is for them out there you know that you're thinking about making a lifestyle changes and you want to you know people there are people every day this decide to make the change to um natural medicine versus conventional and some people use both natural and conventional medicine so if you're thinking about it for yourself or your family anybody Seek the advice from your doctor and your nurse practitioner. Sit down and have a long conversation about to, with them about your decision. Why I say your decision? Because it's your body. Nobody can tell you what to do with your body. Nobody. Not even the government can tell you what to do with your body. I'm just saying, hashtag IJS. I'm just saying, it's your body. You can, if you want to poke hole in your body, I'm not saying poke a hole in your body, but if you want to get a lot of piercings and a lot of tattoos and all that stuff, that's your body. If you want to get a tongue, a, a tongue ring, that's your body. If you want to get piercings up and down your arm, that's your body, your choice, your decision. Nobody can't tell you what to do with your body. So when it comes to health care, that's your body. You have to make a decision. You know, but I recommend that you talk to your doctor, your doctor, and seek advice from them. Talk to your nurse practitioner or your nurse. Seek advice from them. But I will tell you, I recommend that you go through a detox to detox your body and blood. Reasons why? Because natural herbs and natural medicine can have a drug interaction with the medicines you are taking and can cause a reaction such as decrease or increase in the side effect of that medication. This is why I always tell people, sit down and go over whatever herb that you're taking for anything. Talk to your doctor about it. Tell your doctor what you're doing. Why? Because your doctor can tell you, you know, some doctors do have a a degree and are educated in natural medicine. Some doctors know about herbs and different things like that that can help assist the body, that can help aid in the body. They know about that stuff, so they'll be more than glad to sit down and talk to you about those things. But don't just go out there and take, oh, I'm going to take this herb because this is X, Y, Z. No, because if you take a medication, it can have a drug interaction. Yes, herbs and essential oils can cause an, a drug interaction. Whatever medication that you're taking for whatever ailment that you have in your body, if you're not careful, you can take a herb that um, can throw off the side effects for that medication. You know, it can either increase or decrease. There are certain herbs that you cannot take if you have um, high blood pressure and you're taking a certain medicine for high blood pressure. You cannot take it because it will interact with that medication that you're taking for high blood pressure. It can either cause your blood pressure to go up or go down. 
I remember a few years back, you know, it's people still drinking the TLC tea, that tea that was going on around people was drinking it. And I drank it too. And I always said, you know, and I would pinpoint it until I got in, you know, until I went to school. How come my head was always hurting? How come every time I drink this tea and my head hurt? You know, and I never knew why my head was hurting every time I drank that tea until one day when I got when I started going to my classes in in college with graduate classes for my master's degree, getting the information about herbs and different things, and that's how I learned how come my head was hurting when I every time I drank the TLC. Why? Because it would make my blood pressure go up. And you might be saying, well, how does a tea from TLC cause your blood pressure to go up? Why? Because certain herbs that was in making that tea, a person that had high blood pressure could not take because it will it increased it, your blood pressure. So in how I knew again, another person came to me and they said, I'm not down, I'm not downing TLC because everything doesn't work for everybody and the tea worked for people some the tea didn't work for a lot of people so they kept came to me and they said well how come i you know i drink this tlc but you know i'm losing a pounds but my head is hurting i had to tell them i said this is why your head is hurting because there's a certain herb that is in making tlc tea if you have high blood pressure it will cause your blood pressure to go up and they was like, really? And I say, yes. So you can't drink that tea. And you and if you want your head to stop hurting, you're going to have to stop drinking it. And this is how come I would tell a lot of people that sold the tea. Look, you got to give a disclaimer to people. Because if you don't, somebody can come back and see you. The company is covered. But you yourself, you're not covered. Because you're just, a, you know, selling it on your own. It's a, like an independent contractor, quote unquote. But yeah. I recommend going through a detox, you know, not just for your body, but for your blood as well. And it's a detox, you know, it's nothing but a fasting that a lot of people do anyway. They fast to detox their body. They fast to detox their blood. And it's recommended. Now, like I said, if you're trying any herb, any type of herbal medicine, any herbal supplement, talk to your doctor. It's okay. Talk to your doctor. Why? Because they know best. They know best. They know best. And that's your doctor, your nurse practitioner. They know what's going on in your body. You know what's going on in your body. You may educate your doctor on some things that you know. You know, there are countless of stories that I've heard people using herbs and sitting down talking to that doctor and, and that doctor wondering, what did you do to fix that, 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 that? You know, when you came three weeks ago or five, when you came last month, this was out of whack. Now, what did you do? And a lot of patients said, I did this, doctor. I did that. And they were like, okay, keep doing what you're doing. It's okay. Sit down and talk with your doctor. If you're thinking about making any lifestyle changes to your health and wellness routine. Now, y'all might hear some fireworks in the background because, yeah, it is the 4th of July. So, everybody is popping fireworks and all that good stuff and having parties and cookouts with their friends and families. It's okay. But, nevertheless, I'm telling you, check with your doctor. Check with your doctor, nurse practitioner, 
if you're thinking about making any type of changes to your health and wellness routine, not just for yourself, but for your whole entire family. And even if you and a bunch of friends are doing it to slim down for the summer or to better your, um, to get your body in shape, talk with your doctor, encourage your friends, encourage people you love. Hey, sit down and talk with your doctor. Let's talk about this thing because you don't want to harm your body. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me, I'm telling you. So I just wanted to throw that out there for those that are thinking about making change, changes, changes, changes to their body, for their friends and family. And we're going to come right back after this break. Well, it is the 4th of July. Many people are watching the fireworks around about this time, having cookouts, spending time with their friends and family. But I want to encourage you all on today to remember those men and women that gave their life for our independence. Yes, who gave their life for our independence here in America. Those men and women that fought in the armed forces, the National Guard, the Army, the Marines, the navies, navies. Not just here in America, but abroad as well. And I want to say thank you to those men and women that are serving our country right now around the world and around the country. You guys deserve a clap. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my family to your family. So now that we're back with part two to our podcast, we're going to go over to mental health. You know, mental health is a really big topic, subject that we all need to discuss each and every single day. I'm serious. Not we shouldn't just wait to, you know, mental health awareness day just to speak on it, but we should speak on it every day every chance that we get speak on it every second that you get speak on it why because there are 21 percent of the u.s adults that experience mental illness in 2020 so that's about 52.9 million people this represents one in five adults 5.6% of U.S. adults experience serious mental health illness. Yes. According to the National Alliance of Mental Health. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So I want to touch on it just for a second today. Because... The other day, I don't know if I was having a mental health crisis, a mental health breakdown. I don't know. But it came to me all of a sudden that, you know, I felt kind of trapped in a bubble. And then I began, I just laid there and all of a sudden I saw a lot of bubbles. And inside those bubbles, I saw different words and different phrases. And then it went back to people that are dealing with mental health issues so there are people that are actually trapped in a bubble yeah I'm I'm like really serious 
And you might say, huh? Trapped in a bubble? Yes. There are people that are trapped in a bubble called depression, stress, low self-esteem, hurt, pain, shame. I mean, so if you, you name it, people are trapped in it. Different personality, multiple personality disorder, PTSD. People are trapped in a bubble. But you want to know something? They don't know that the bubbles can be popped. And you may be saying, well, how can the bubbles be popped? All they have to do is go to a counselor, see a psychiatrist, take some medication. Yeah, a person with mental health issues and illness, yeah, they can go see a counselor, go see a therapist, get mental health um, services, talk to a psychologist, get a lot of prescriptions, be doped up and drugged up. Go back to the counselor, go back to the therapist, go back to the psychiatrist, get refills on medication, and a bubble still will not pop. For some. For some, yeah. For others, no. But them bubbles can be popped. And how can it be popped? By support and with support. Support from family friends and community agencies that support the need to educate and assist those that are bailing mental health illnesses. If those people, if people that are bailing mental health illnesses and mental health issues really, really have the support from their family and really have the support from their friends the bubbles can be popped and they won't be feeling so trapped. They'll know that, you know, I have support from my family. I have support from my friends. I know I can overcome this. I know I can get past this. I know I can get through this. And a lot of people that are dealing with mental health illnesses and mental health issues, they don't have support from their friends. They don't have support from their family. Why? Because family call them crazy. Friends turn them loose. Friends execute excommunicate them family talk down to them family treat them any old kind of way so they stay in their bubble they stay trapped in their bubble so how can the bubbles a mental illness be popped with support from family and friends and other community agencies yes you may be saying well they go to counseling they go to therapists they go see a psychiatrist. They get mental health services. They take medication. But that there are other agencies out here that can also assist. There's other community agencies that have needs that can help them overcome. So if you are barely mental health or suspect, suspect someone that has a mental health, you're not alone. There's support out there for you and your family. All you can do is... Connect with a mental health agency in your state and your town to see what other services that are out there available. If you are a part of a mental health uh, service provider and getting help with um, counseling, mental health services, therapists, you're seeing psychologists, you're taking medication, and you want to see about other services, talk to your caseworker. Ask them, hey, I know I come and see you every day. I know I go to a psychiatrist and all that good stuff. But are there any other services in the community that could be beneficial to me? 
and not just me, but beneficial to my family as well. And trust me, some counselors will tell you, well, no, but others will say yes. There are day treatment programs for people that are battling mental health pro, um, issues and have concerns. There are day treatment programs where you can go during the daytime if you do not work. There, um, I wouldn't say day treatment programs, but there are day programs. Let's call it like that. Let's just say it like that. There are day programs we can go, and those, and I can only speak from experience because my son has a mental health issue, illness, and he goes to a day program. And basically, what the day program is, they go down there during the day from maybe I would say eight in the morning to about twelve in the afternoon, or maybe eight in the morning, or maybe like nine in the morning to about maybe two in the afternoon they go to group sessions where they just sit around and talk about different things they may do activities they may go out in the community um some of the programs do help with job seeking purposes for those that have mental health issues they may want to get a job or something like that so there are day programs that you can go to through the day to give you something to do so you won't be your mind won't go to the left and to the right. So there are day programs. There are other programs if you receive Social Security and you want to work. That's called the Ticket to Work program that people with disabilities, um, if you have a mental disorder, they consider that as a disability. So there's a the Ticket to Work program. And basically the Ticket to Work program helps those with disabilities find a job, they take them, they assign them a counselor, and a counselor takes them on job interviews. They help them fill out applications. They may help them with job search, um, different things like that. So you might want to look into that if you get Social Security. And it's called Ticket to Work Program. A lot of people don't know about it. Some people do. But look it up. Talk to your caseworker about the Ticket to Work Program. Talk to your psychologist about the Ticket to Work Program and get signed up with it. It's another community program that helps those with um, disabilities. Um, If you get a Social Security check, for those that have mental illnesses, most people with mental illness do get a Social Security check. So you might want to look into that. There are so many different community programs that are outside agencies that can help and assist you with that. Um, those that are veterans and you go to the and you may be diagnosed with PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. You go to the veteran, the VA hospital. They have programs for you if you have a mental health condition that you can get into that will benefit you not only you but benefit you, your family too like i said those bubbles can pop and they will remain pop if you have the support for fem- friends and family and other outside agencies to help educate you and help support you so i just want to touch on that a little bit about mental health i you might be saying okay but you're not a psychiatrist da, da, da. but hey check this out i do have a degree in psychology i have a bachelor's of science degree in psychology so I, I, I don't, like I said, I'm not a licensed therapist, I'm not a licensed counselor, I'm not a licensed psychiatrist, but I do have a degree, bachelor's degree in psychology, so there's a certain word wording that I can say to help educate people in that arena. So, 
this concludes our podcast for today. And I'm so excited because it's the 4th of July. And you'll get to hear this podcast on the next day. But nevertheless, happy 4th of July to everyone. Enjoy yourself. And don't forget, be safe while driving home. So, guys, that concludes our podcast for this day, the 4th of July. And I hope that everyone had an awesome time with your friends and family. Know that I'm so excited because we're gearing up for some awesome topics that we're going to bring right here on Holistic Talk. Not only don't forget to check in later on as we continue our discussion um, in the regards of what is an ND to an MD, naturopathic doctor, and a medical doctor. So don't forget to check out part two of that discussion as we talk more about naturopathic doctors and what they do and what they don't do. So check it out later on. Until next time, you can connect with us right here on Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your podcast platforms. Until next time, greetings to you. Namaste means greetings to you. Peace and deuces. Love you guys.